The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's not another Buffalo podcast. With John. Roy Kent is like the best character in that show. Oh, he is. Like, boy. Phoebe. And Brando. Dude, you sound like Roy Kent. Are you serious? Uh, You've been holding out on this? On Buffalo Rumblings. All right, welcome back to Not Another Buffalo Podcast. I'm John. I'm here with my buddy Brando here on a victory Monday afternoon. Obviously celebrating a big win here. This is a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. You can find us on all platforms at Not Buff Podcast. Brando, how have, how have you been celebrating your your victory Monday? This was kind of a party game. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's not the divisional rounds against the Patriots, right? It's not that much of a party game. So that was in That's the playoffs. True. What else did we have? Party games. Thanksgivings have been party games. Love the Thanksgiving Day game. I I really wish we were playing again this year. Like put us on. Bills and Lions deserve to be on TV together on Thanksgiving. That, like every that year. might be an even better game this year, honestly. I mean, I wouldn't want to play at Ford Field ever again based on you know no. the injury that Vaughn suffered, but. We snuck out of that game. Like we, That's we snuck true. Out of that That's game. true. That yeah. was that was one highlight reel digs catch away from being not, you yeah. know, a, a win that we forgot about, kind of. But yeah, yeah. you happy? You excited about this game? I mean, what's not to be excited about? <laughs> and besides the offense looking good, you know, there's there's some things that you could obviously knock on if you're being like picky and stuff like that. I try to look on the bright side. You know, you could say that this was a still a two possession game in the fourth quarter, even though. They seemed like they dominated from start to finish, especially defensively. But the thing that that I feel like we won the lottery is totally Terrell Bernard, right? You expected this to be the one thing that you were going to be fighting against all year. And again, granted, we're only three games in. Sam Howell is not Patrick Mahomes. So we could be talking very diff- differently towards the end of this year about the middle linebacker position. But I mean, doesn't it feel like we we're just gifted a lottery ticket? Like we just got a scratch off that we paid double the price for or something like that. We're expecting nothing and just won a million dollars. Like hell of a stat line. You know, obviously if your knock on Tremaine Edmonds was that he didn't make splash plays, you got to be a happy camper right now, right? Because... Splishing and splashing. Seven total tackles, five solo tackles, two sacks, two tackles for loss, one pass defensed, two QB hits, and that, that doesn't even have the interception on there. That's a hell of a stat line for a guy that we were worried about if he was actually an NFL caliber middle linebacker and he's out there making plays, he's around the ball. He's fast. He looks like the prototypical player that McDermott and Bean probably envisioned when they drafted him in the third round. Definitely. And a couple of things to what you said first, when you said lotto ticket, I thought you were going to talk about Leonard Floyd. 
Because also another lotto ticket, but not really. You know, he's more of the expensive one that you buy and you win some money back on because he's been playing great. But you're right. And just again, Tremaine Edmonds cost $18 million per season. We talked about this on the at the Megapod at Resurgence. That money being spent compared to what Bernard's being paid. Let's see. Yeah, what's, what's Bernard? He's on a rookie year. deal, right? He's still on a rookie deal. Four-year, yeah. $5 million contract. Oh, pennies. Compared to eighteen million a year, so you're you're paying him one eighteenth. I mean, Tremaine Edmonds was probably making what around ten million on the last year of his contract on the fifth year yeah. option. You know, Something as like a first that. round pick. Did you happen to see Chicago's defense against Kansas City? Did you, did you happen to see how they diced up the linebackers that they just acquired? That's brutal. And for what we got, I'm all here for it. And the, just the defensive line. We have seen this being built over years and years and years, and we've criticized him for putting all these assets into the D-line, but I think you have the finished product, and it's not even the finished product because you have Von Miller coming off your bench. But this is as good as we've seen a D-line in Buffalo since the cold front, right? I mean, maybe even last year for two games, but I think our ceiling is much higher this year, even without Von, having Rousseau, Oliver's having the season of his life right now, again, before he got paid, which is fantastic, and Epinesa with a Epinesa pick six out of nowhere. With a yeah. huge... How do you throw over him? You throw it at his feet, right? You, you punt the ball. Don't don't give up a touchdown, <laughs> Sam Howell. Like, throw it at his feet. But the whole play of everybody... Trey White's pick was awesome. Oh, it was so good. So good. He's so happy it's to so see him. so good to see him flash again. Because it's been but years. He was just so slithery. Like, just right in front of the guy. Yep. Snuck the ball out of the air. Plucked the ball out of the air. Micah Hyde getting an interception too after after coming off of that injury. That's got to mean a lot to him. You know, you remember yep. that YouTube video of him last week, right? Have you seen this? Where he's like, no. he's holding the ball on the sideline. He's like, come to me. I want an interception. <laughs> Just like, come to me. And this week he he gets his wish. So that's funny. he's probably holding on to that ball. That probably means a lot after we all know how much it is to rehab an injury. A year-long neck injury for him. Like that, that probably means a lot coming back and getting a pick. Yeah. To, to circle back to Terrell Bernard, you kind of said it. You saw him really step into this role, but he also pre-snap, if you could see him making the adjustments into the secondary, and it's so cool because you really only have a split second when you're looking at what the offense is giving you to have four guys all aligned. Sometimes it's six guys, right? Your whole second, your linebacker and your safeties and your corners to all figure out the route. And I saw a clip. I don't know who posted the clip on Twitter, but you see Bernard communicate the motion route and they switched the zone to the corner and Bernard took the deep route corner takes the short route and the p- play goes for an incompletion because they like tricked up San Howell on what their coverage was going to be. And that's like a next level thing. You saw Tremaine do it pretty regularly, but to have Bernard be able to, to make these checks against talented receivers, right? Terry McLaurin is no slouch. Yeah. Neither, is, neither is, is Curtis, Curtis Samuel. I mean, they've Curtis got a Samuel, good Dotson. They had a, yeah, they had a good shed full of weapons. And what, what's the word I'm looking for? Arsenal. Arsenal. Thank you. There we go. Shed <laughs> full of weapons. <laughs> they This shed full of weapons met a aircraft carrier full of nukes. It's brutal. Bill's defense was outstanding in the offense. I don't want to pivot, but 37 points should be enough to win you most weeks, but maybe not this week coming up. Week four against the Dolphins. What do you think about this? I have no idea what to expect with this matchup. Because like you could easily get something that looks like 45 to 41 or something like, or you could get a 24-20 or you could get a 50 to 21 and 
one of the yeah. offenses just can't get their footing or even goes and has two, three and outs in the game. And that's the difference, you know? So, or a fumble or interception turnover. I'll tell you what I'm nervous about. I'm nervous about Josh thinking that he needs to do a lot this game because these last two games, we've seen the, you know, what we would call the better version of Josh where he's not playing Superman and he, he flashes at times when he needs to, but he's not taking the game into his own hands to a point where it's detrimental, where he's taking chances that he doesn't need to. And if there's any week that that's going to return, it's when he knows who's on the other sideline and he thinks he needs big plays. But, you know, I just hope that that doesn't change how he plays, right? Because if you're Josh Allen, you're thinking, oh, I need to go out and score a touchdown on every drive. I need to take chances on third down. I need to hurdle a guy to get this first down. Otherwise, you know, we got to get off the field. But I mean, I, I think this game is just going to, it's going to be about first downs just as much as touchdowns for sure. Cause if you can stay on the field, keep your defense rested, that defense is going to be winded, especially your secondary going up against those, those fast guys on, on the Dolphins side. So I have no idea if the secondary is going to be outmatched. You know, we've talked about whispers of they could look kind of old against the Raiders and the jets. You know, is that going to show? Cause that definitely wasn't, uh, that didn't show up at all this past week against the commanders. And they're I thought our secondary yeah. looks spry and they might've heard those whispers. I hope they did. I hope somebody said, Hey, somebody thinks you're old. Go show them that you're not. So, so here's, here's a question. Is this the first week with that? We see Kyrie Elam active. You Do have you think to, that you have to, you have to, you have to. Yeah. I, you should have been active this whole time. You spent a first round pick on him, throw him on special teams, make him do something. Don't sit him on the bench. He's not doing anything. He's flashed. Come on, coach. I, I, Put me I in, coach. So what what Ugh. was the difference that they had this week? They had they had Kingsley and Jonathan active instead of Puna Ford, correct? This past week? I, I'm not sure is that if that's I think that say, was I the switch that they made because right. Puna Ford was actually a healthy scratch this week. So okay. interesting there, because then you're down to four defensive tackles. Right, but you have more defensive ends. So they would have had Greg Rousseau, Leonard Floyd, AJ Epinesa, Kingsley Jonathan, and Shaq Lawson. Your defensive tackles for this past game were Ed Oliver, Daquan Jones, Jordan Phillips, Tim Settle. Puna Ford inactive, whereas yeah. in the past it's been Kingsley Jonathan inactive. So you got to think if they have nine defensive linemen coming into this next game, and you're going to want to keep those guys fresh because they're going to be trying to win fast. You're not going to get to Tua like you got to Sam Howell just because of how much faster. Tua gets rid of the ball, whereas, you know, you're not going to have another nine sack game because Sam Howell is going to hold the ball for over two and a half seconds. Like, who do you make an active to get Kyrie Elam active? Obviously not defensive ends, you know, looking at those. I wonder, well, you, you still need four defensive tackles, no matter Roll what. three, let Eddie eat. No, let Eddie you, eat, no, let Eddie eat not man. <laughs> Let's look at the defensive backs because, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm curious to see if they keep Kingsley Jonathan active for this next week or if Puna Ford is back on the, the game day you, actives. There's no room to spare out of your DN, out of your D line there. You can't take any of those guys and scratch them for Kyrie Elam. Well, you could, but I think that you're always going to end up with nine defensive linemen, right? Whether it's five ends or five tackles, they've been rolling with five tackles. So you can switch an end for a tackle, but you can't short your defensive line. I mean, you could, I guess you could, but not give me two I ends mean, two two ends on each side. If your left end gets hurt, you put your right end in on the left side. It's mad as hell. Get Kyrie Elam on the field, man. Get him on the field. He's got interceptions against Miami. The guy that you got to look at is Cam Lewis, maybe. 
Cam Lewis, but Cam Lewis can back up so many spots that he's like, he's a safety valve, right? So he can play safety or corner. All right. So let me tell you what I think the Bills should do on defense then. And you tell me where Kaite your Elam fits in on a like on a, on a game plan like this. So with Miami, you have to, I think you tell, cause the, the turnovers that Tua has so far are when you tell Tyreek Hill to like, like it's between the 20 and 40 yard line and it's a go route for Tyreek Hill. And he underthrows it to underthrows it just a little bit. And the safeties are able to pick him off. So I think on certain, the first half of the field, when you're in there, when they're in their own territory, I think you got to maybe stack the box a little bit, like cloud the middle, of the field, make sure that you don't let the running game beat you. And you know what? You let Tyreek Hill run you deep and you tell to a good, like make the 65 yard throw, right? Make the 65 yard throw. We'll, you'll see him there. We'll put you, you, we'll give you the cushion and you, you throw it. And if you hit it, we'll trust your arm strength and we'll adjust to it. But if you're going to under throw it, or if we get a little bit of pressure in your face from our D line to make you have to think an extra second, you can't quite get it there and we're going to pick it off. I think that comes in play for the first half of the field. And then when you get into the second half of the field, it's just like, I think you play it again. You you could play it like it's the red zone all the time. You want to take away the space in the middle. You want to take away their quick timing throws, put bodies on bodies. It, if the Dolphins are wearing white jerseys, your DBs better be wearing white gloves and you better be pulling on their jerseys and you make every ref make a single call on every DB that you have. You make it super hard on them and you hope that your offense can answer because they're going to get their yards anyways. So I think you just don't want to be beat by the running game and the passing game, right? I think if they run the ball like they did with Moser and H- a chain, right? Devon chain. I actually think, okay, so I saw this on Twitter. His, his last name is pronounced Echan and okay. uh, they actually, everyone was pronouncing it wrong beforehand. So you're not, you're okay. not alone in that. Well, Devon, I, I think so. Double he, check, double check the uh, the Twitter feed for that because you don't any need to of do the Dolphins right running back doesn't have to be yes. just him, right? Any <laughs> of them. If you can slow that down, and you know you you could end up finding your way to three incompletions. But I don't know. Oh my god, I say that and I'm like, Tua was 16 for 16 at one point yesterday. It's just yeah. I I think you have I, to find I, a way to throw them off. Put your hands up, right? You see a couple of batted balls. Sam Howell had I think, some added balls. I'll put it this way. I don't think you can rush any more than four at all during this game because yep. that hot route is going to be open. These guys are too fast. You're not going to be able to get to the quarterback, like maybe at all, you know, and you really only are only going to be able to do that on longer developing plays, which the Dolphins do have to do a fair mix of those. It's not just, you know, slants and stuff like that all the time with them. But you do need guys like Kyrie Elam who can, I don't know, it seems like a good combination to have Trey White and Kyrie Elam out there in press coverage and then having safety help over the top because you want the safeties playing conservative. I like that kind of, I think you were hinting at, you know, running like some version of robber coverage or something like that where you're trying to be aggressive. Like that's tough because you can get burned pretty quick on those as well. Like just as much as you play aggressive rdbs don't get burned and the only time that trey ray got burned by tyree hill once last year on a touchdown fade single coverage you had damar hamlin or jaquan johnson as his safety valve who was supposed to help him and they didn't help him i remember breaking down that touchdown right and then when you look at the way so that you think maybe this, having micah hyde and jordan poyer is a little bit better obviously safety help than definitely you know, having jaquan johnson back there i mean well we yeah. forget about that. Like that was Jaquan Johnson and Demar Hamlin in that game. I think Jordan Poyer was out too. He went out in that game, and you know he made a big play in the end zone. Right, he had the interception. But those two dudes got lit up. I mean, we outgained the Dolphins by a ton last year. But it really, we got we got to have a better play from our safeties. But when you think about what the 
Patriots did defensively. They only got what they get 25 points against the Patriots. And they played a lot of the single high coverage on Tua to really clog up everything else. And well, most of went for 100 yards and two touchdowns. You also saw some three safety looks. Did you see a couple of those? Yeah. Where yeah, they're yeah. playing well, three safeties well, well, back. I like that. I like that. Throw Kyrie Elam out there. Nate Geary floated that in the pregame the other day that you throw Kyrie Elam out. And if Taylor Rapp's playing bad, switch them. Like put Kyrie Elam and Taylor Rapp's play then. Because you, well, you got, he's got the I athletic think- fixtures to do that. Kyrie Elam has has the athletic profile to play man and man up a guy. I I don't think yeah. he'd be as good playing that safety back there. Like even a guy like you know Cam Lewis or Taylor. I mean Taylor Rapp is obviously the first guy that you would put back there. I would think, but Taylor Rapp, uh, you know, he's hasn't looked as great as we wanted him to look. But he's also that's when he's been coming down into the box. You know, he is yeah. a physical safety, but I think he's probably the first guy you put back there. I, I would I would think, you know, I could be wrong, but I think that Kyrie Elam's skill set more aligns with I mean, he's not even a great zone player. That's probably why they don't play him as much. He's the man up kind of guy and 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 man coverage and that kind of thing. So he's just big, right? Kyrie Elam and he runs in the four threes. He's your fastest player on defense. Yeah. So you need him out there. I don't know. He's six one, one ninety. He can kind of ball hawk, but you're right with the man to man scheme. But I think the, the best way to beat him is you take what my what Miami had to do against New England. Tyreek had 40 yards. Jalen Waddle had 90 yards. And they only got to 25 points and you make it a race to 30. Right. If you if you can score 30 points on this Miami defense, it's exactly what the playoff game went down as last year with Skylar Thompson. Right. Yeah. 32 29. Yeah. Make it a race to 30. Don't let them beat you. Don't let them score 35 on you. I mean, I'm com- I, what, how many what are you confident in the Bills offense putting up to go shot for shot? 31 race to 30. I'd say, I'd say if, if they put anything else up besides 30, it's, it's kind of a disappointment, but yeah, I mean, I, if it's me, like I said, never rushing more than four, I'm giving them the run game. Don't even say the words four three to me. I don't even care if it's, you know, inside the 20 yard line or whatever, you know, give them the run game because you're going to get runs for zero yards more often than you're going to get incompletions from this offense. Yeah. That's so even point. if you're, and even if it, even if it feels like you're getting gashed, like a seven yard run sometimes feels worse than a 10 yard pass. And yeah. you know, every seven yard run is better than a 15 yard gain in the passing game or two yeah. shots at that 15 yard gain. And one of them is 30, you know, it's mm-hmm. so give them the run game all day. You just want to dare them to run at that point and have your coverage set run the shell. You can't let Tyreek Hill get behind you. Some cool man zone concepts like mixed is really cool. Cause if you get a guy on them, but you have a zone behind them, it's like an extra layer of protection. And you obviously give up a lot to the run game when you're doing something like that. But I think that's just what you have to do for this matchup. And I'm, I'm interested to see how this defense this year, especially with the Miami approach differs from Leslie Frazier's because we've seen that, you know, manifest itself in a more aggressive defense, more plays, more exciting to watch guys are flying around. How does that translate to a much better offense than the bills have seen to this point in the season? Cause they haven't seen a good offense. I mean, yeah. commanders have had some pretty good weeks, but they're not what we would call a formidable offense. Nothing like, you know, Sam Howell is not going to put up 70 points this year. Your point to you give him the run game is accurate because you have the talent where you you might not get gashed. Matt Milano can make a play from anywhere, right? And you see Bernard playing the game of his life here. You have two safeties that can come out of the, into the box and make a play if you have to. They have that first step speed. You saw Trey White get burned by a running back once, but you hope that it's not going to happen again, right? He, he learns from his mistakes. So you hope that you have a base defense enough. Ed Oliver can shed his block enough to get an arm on Moser. Groot can ha- use his long reach to just slow down the running back enough so Matt Milano can 
team tackle him, right? You hope that these guys are talented enough to at least slow him down. Yeah. yeah while you have the, giving the you stop. the leisure to defend the pass in the back. Right. Yeah. Stopping the running game is going to fall almost solely on on the D line winning winning their battles and you know not letting offensive linemen get to the second level. But well, Tua's only been hit five times this year. Armstead came back into the game for left tackle yesterday. He was missing their first two games, and it didn't really matter because Tua gets the ball off so fast. Exactly. But, so yeah, you're not going to you're just not going to get sacks on him. If they get two sacks in this game, I'd be. I'd be thrilled, but you know, it's a quick passing game. They protect him. Well, it's, it's a tough matchup and it's, it's really, I, like you said, Bill's got to put up 35. They have to score consistently and you just, your offense can't stutter because you can go shot for shot. And even if your defense is having a rough day, you can return a touchdown with a touchdown and keep pace. But that's, you you know, offense sputters, you're, you're hopeless. You're not going to be they able didn't to sputter last year. Do you remember how many drives that they had and they ended with no points. They just, they had yep. those turnovers in the red zone and they drove the field seven, eight, nine plays. And that's what you're going to need this time. And I think it's built to do that. These little short gains. If cook can still gain a hundred yards on the ground again, if he can get that to be the third week in a row. And now you're playing the role of taking the ball away from the better offense that people do to you, but you're, you're dual edged strong enough to hit the deep play when you need to. So yeah, they can run the clock if they need to run the clock. They can pass the ball. They have to pass the ball. So it's just Josh has to play within the game plan and understand that his team, like he, if he scores on his possessions, there's nothing else that he can do about it. Like don't flex too hard here, buddy. And you always yeah. show up to play the Dolphins. You always do. So don't do anything different. Just do what you always do. Have the same breakfast. Listen to the same songs, you know, drive the same car, whatever you got to do to own the Dolphins. Just keep doing it because it works. And you, just to remember, we talk about them. And this is the final thought I have on this because we could go on on this all day long, but act like you've owned the division for three years. We have not lost it yet. Don't lose it until they take it. Make them take the crown off of your dying head because you are not done yet. This is not the end at all. We still have another game against them still, but this is for the driver's seat. And do not act like you have lost this division just yet. You can be tied for first or be in first place after this week. Same record. Make them take it from you. All right. They're going to have to play their best game of the year. You know, after they just played their best game of the year, right? Statistically. (laughs) Statistically, how often do teams do that two weeks in a row? I think it's zero, right? We're going to, they're going to score less. So just remember that, right? We are still the three time AFC East champions and we've still seven and one in their last eight games against them, I want to say. So including playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to see how this defense dead cold hands before they say anything. Yeah. I'm excited to see how the defense responds be, uh, to adversity because there is going to be that in this game. It's not going to be the celebration. Okay, is it your time to get a pick? Uh, you know, AJ Evan is. It's my time to get a pick. Trey White, my time. You know, you're not going to get four interceptions in this game. I don't. I don't think. I mean, yeah. I would love. And it, I don't think you're going to see. Do you remember the season openers a few years ago where Tua got rocked? Right, AJ Epinesa knocked Tua out of the game, and. You're not going to see that either because he knows his protections now. He can adjust the line a little bit better. You're not going to see him hold on to the ball as long as he did. He knows the offense. So nothing's going to come easy. So you have to make it hard on them just like they're going to make it hard on you. You know, that's a good question, actually. Like, because I think it was Matt Milano who there was a couple of times that Tua got hit. But the one where I think Matt Milano shoved him just as he was releasing the ball. And he that's when he fell on the back of his head. Unfortunately, I'm I'm thinking of one like three years ago. We gotcha. won like we shut him out and it was all running touchdowns season opener, yeah. maybe four years ago, something like that. And I remember AJ Epinesa coming around the corner and just killed to a unblocked pass rush. But yeah, then Matt Milano did it where it started the whole head thing last year and he comes back in 
yeah. after I mean, that. You gotta you gotta wonder, like episode. you know, I I I've talked this entire podcast about how you're only gonna be able to why why send fives if you're not gonna get there. Well, if you're just barely getting there and you're at least hurrying him or knockdowns, something to get him out of his rhythm. Because if you don't, if he's clean the entire game, he's just going to get into a rhythm. And it doesn't matter how good your DB yeah. coverage is. You're not going to be able to blanket these guys for the entire game. So yeah, maybe you do. Maybe you do send a, a well-timed pressure here and there. It's it's risky. I'm looking for sure. forward to watching it. It's, it's must-watch television. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, let's get a break in here real quick. And uh, we'll wrap it up with a quick segment after this. So stick with us. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. DraftKings Sportsbook is here keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Football is more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now and sign up with code NABP for not another Buffalo podcast. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code NABP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLE or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensed partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario? See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. I can't believe we have to talk about this, but I don't know if you've seen any of the the stuff with Taylor Swift and, and Travis Kelce. Do you do you have any takes on this? You have you have anything? Is it not worth our time at all? It's a blank space. It's a blank uh, space. Nice. All right, I like it. No, I, I got nothing to say. I don't. I don't care. I'm glad we're not talking about Mahomes' brother takes the attention or his wife, who I also find oddly annoying on the documentary series. <laughs> Just say nicely, but I mean, yeah. What, uh, what is Taylor Swift the only person in the world who could garner more attention than Jackson Mahomes? Probably, yeah. Something like that. We were just talking. About, is she the most famous person in the world right now? I, I guess it, it depends on what you're gauging it on. Maybe I mean, is Messi more famous than Taylor Swift? I now think that he's so. In America, yeah. 
I mean, I got I students so. that all know Taylor Swift and no, they don't know all football. Like they don't know sports. That's, everybody that's true. Knows I mean, I guess it's yeah, like young you people know, and old people together. We're in our little encapsulated America, right? So obviously soccer isn't as big here as it is around the world. So that's a huge audience for a guy like Messi versus, you know, Taylor Swift, still well known around the world. But, but I'm no, talking about age question. as well, because for like LeBron James, you're getting maybe 10 and up. But I got kindergartners that know who Taylor Swift is. You know, you're getting five more years of it's millions of more people that know who this true. person this is. This would be worth, uh, you can actually look at Google search trends over time to gauge popularity of things. So uh, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll take a look at that. Well, but anyway, I just had to... Around. I like everybody's, I like looking at everybody's jokes. I don't have any of my Yeah, own. the memes are good. The memes are good. The memes That's are good. That's for sure. If, any, if nothing and, else, we're getting some good memes out of this. And he produced. Give me 19 points on my fantasy team. I got him and Sam Laporta, so I'm sitting nice in the tight end room. Dang, that's that is a uh, good yeah. He had a good game this past for, weekend. For one of my leagues. Did you have any? Uh, were you facing any of the fantasy monsters this weekend? Whether it be you know any of the <laughs> dolphins, were you going up against anybody Mostert. who scored over forty points? Or I had Mostert in one league, and I'm going up against him in the other. So it's like a oh. slap in the face, and I'm punching somebody. It's like a boxing match. Just go boom, 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 knock myself out. Um, I had Devonte Adams last night, so that was nice. That was a good one, yeah. I had McCaffrey. I, I'm two and one this week in my three leagues. So, yeah, I've gone two and two and one, two and one, one and two. So very two and one, two even. and one, oh and three. Oof! We're pressing the panic button and happy holidays. Uh oh, uh oh, that's yeah. not good. Happy holidays, long-standing institution. So yeah, uh, it's, it's failing. It's failing. <laughs> so, but I, that's all right. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll get back with our game picks here on Friday. Good week and for game picks, I think. Don't spoil yes. it, but yes. Yeah, we got some good ones coming up. So cool. And it's it, it's gonna be, I mean, think about it. Dolphins Bills in a one o'clock window. It's gonna be some good football we didn't even, to watch outside of that as well. We didn't even talk about how we are favored. I don't care who we are, it should be a pick'em. I don't care it if is, it's an orchard I, I mean, park. Okay. So I don't care. Yeah, don't I mean, give me that. I don't give me the home team away team thing. I just it should be they scored 70 points last week. It should be even. It should be a pickup. We could probably be a home, home, home field is worth a point and a half now. It used to be two and a half points, three points usually. But I want to say I yeah. read it was like 54.7% of the home teams won last season. So that's worth whatever, like you just said. Yeah, but point was, and a half. Yeah, lower than average. Still. So exactly. So Vegas sees this as a pickup and maybe a point to the Bills. So neutral field, you might see Bills minus one, <laughs> one and a half. So uh, interesting there. So if anybody's freaking out, like we are getting nervous and stuff like that, just uh, Vegas, they they definitely still believe in the Bills. So I hope a, that you bring the home field. If we make a difference in this game, make these hot routes hard to change, make the communication more difficult for Tua because he hasn't had any of that. If we can get this right. barn rocking, as they say, make it loud on him. Just no snowball throwing, which is nice. We don't have that again. So when it's going to be 75 and sunny, but make it hard on them, right? If, if that O-line can't hear his protections, they've had, they've had home field and then SoFi, which is, you know, not loud. So, yeah. So this will be totally new atmosphere for him to come back into since last Christmas or last the snow game in the playoffs. Right. Yeah. And that was Skylar Thompson at that point. So, oh yeah. Yeah. But let's go. I know I'm excited. Like it's only Monday, but get here already. Yeah, you guys know where to find us on Twitter and TikTok and whatever else at Not Buff Podcast. 
Like I said, we'll see you guys on Friday with our game picks. Uh, But until then, go Bills. Go Bills.